Hello and welcome to another damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my mental neuroses. Let's just start off with a bang. I've been fighting a possible head cold, so um, I'm pretty sure I sound a little worse for the wear, but I'm feeling uh, a lot better. I've been getting a lot of sleep, taking a lot of vitamin C and immune defense boosts, fizzy pill things. If I sound a little uh, deeper vocally, then that would be why. So this might be a shorter episode just so I can slam through things. Let's start with the most glaring uh, that it is 2014. I talked a little bit about it on No Applause, um, but I wanted to get more personal since that is not a personal show um, about comparing 2013 and 2014 since this is kind of a therapeutic podcast. This time last year, 2013, I was just going down a dark road, um, high-functioning alcoholic, anger, control issues, um, a toxic relationship of my own making. Um, I was not handling my own uh, mental neuroses well. It is this time this year. So I'm doing a lot better. Um, I got the help I needed. I'm starting to kind of get my life back on track. I'm irritated that it took me a year to do so. Um, but the hits just kind of kept on coming. Um, having to find a job that paid better, to get my you know feedback on the ground, you know, figuring everything out uh, legally um, and uh, structurally in my life. So, but it's shaping up. Like I said on the show before, last year was a year of kind of self-discovery and um, fixing myself. Um, I'm not 100, percent but I'm 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 getting there. Um, and this year is going to be um, kind of everything else, kind of the uh, the carrot pace um, of of my life, getting back up to my own feet, doing the eighty twenty, finding a better day job, being healthy enough to fight off colds. Twenty fourteen is looking great. Um, like I said, we've got a lot of plans um, with the network. I've got a lot of plans in my personal life. It's great. Um, speaking of personal life, uh, while I did not expect it to go anywhere, I pretty much set myself up to fail. I was really swinging for the fences. Uh, I actually asked a girl out uh, on a date. I had the sneaking suspicion she was taken. She was um, just a knockout and into uh, comic books and Comic-Con and cosplay. And if she wasn't taken, I wasn't going to let her just walk out um, of the day job. Uh, so when she left, I ran out and asked her to drink. She said she was taken. I said, that's fine. The the the, the kernel of, of why I bring this up is that um, I had... Not only the confidence to follow through and ask her out, I also had the, the the state of mind and confidence that when she said no, I was fine. It wasn't the end of the world. What did I have to lose? Nothing. It was all right. And I didn't get hung up. I didn't get in my head. I didn't get depressed. I didn't get sad. I didn't get angry. Nothing. So, you know, once again, progress. It was, you know, kind of a practice swing at, a, a, you know, a run-through of what I aim to do later on uh, eventually with my social life and to expand it, but I, I needed to know that I had the confidence and really, like I said, I really swung for the fences um, or swung for the fences uh, with this girl and uh, was not surprised she was taken at all. Uh, gorgeous and awesome. That was fun to me, and, um, but it proved... I proved myself that I have the confidence to just keep on going and that setbacks aren't going to literally set me back. Speaking of setbacks, uh, <laughs> um, I got an email uh, from the um, 
uh, read an album month accelerator that a project that I'm part of saying like you know your book is ready you just need to go in and uh, uh, you know make some what hi everybody we're having the first guest on the show hello what do you want um I could feasibly edit this out I have no idea okay um the so the book design I think was where I was at and I got the email and they said come you know and I thought the book was going to be like just like a linen cover a hardcover with my name and the title on the book like you'd see at a model home. No, turns out it's going to have a nice dust jacket and they were like, yeah, you know, book design templates and I'm going, oh my god, I... Now, I jumped at the chance to be able to design my own dust jacket, don't get me wrong, I'm very hands-on in terms of the design aspect, um, as you would imagine with my background in design, as I've talked about. But there was a setback because I had to obviously not just go, oh yeah, just, you know, get me the book. I was like, well, I'm going to if I'm going to design the cover of my first novel, then I'm going to go balls out. Um, and I'm waiting for um, some peer review um, to come through on on all of that. So um, hopefully uh, I may post it up on the on our Twitter and Facebook as time goes on uh, and uh, everything gets approved and before it comes out. Um, so ought to be a lot of fun. Um, but that was a setback in terms of I thought I would just get the book bam, 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 and it's like, nope, um, I'm, I'm going to have to design the book cover and take author pictures and write the ad copy that goes on the inside the dust jacket and, um, you know, book synopses and, and something I, stuff I just never thought about doing. That's part of getting back to work. Um, it kind of, luckily, I still have my sharpened um, design skills from doing the variant covers, so the book design didn't take me that long. I had to resize a few things, not a big deal. Um, I also went back to work on... Um, doing uh, some freelance uh, logo work for a glass company. Um, so that was fun. Um, once again, getting back into work. I walked away from it um, a while ago. I was just frustrated with one of the designs out of four. Admittedly, you know, started working on it again and was like, oh, this is why I walked away from it. I remembered how frustrated I was. But I powered through it and got that done. And then I'm, I'm working on one more that's kind of from the ground up design. Um, that's taken me a little while. It's, it's a lot of tweaking, small tweaks that are just time-consuming. Uh, the broad strokes are basically done. Like I said, this is going to be a short episode. There are only a couple more talking points, and then you'll get to hear a ringtone at the end of this. So that's weird. Speaking of weird, uh, I was waiting for the train today to go into work, and uh, I ran into a weird racist guy. Um, it was an African-American gentleman. Uh, I was just wandering around the train platform smoking cigarettes, uh, just smoking a cigarette, and I had my headphones in, and I was just listening to a podcast, not bothering anyone, not talking to anyone, and I kind of, you know, meander near him. He was on a bench, and I was literally just kind of pacing around the whole platform, waiting for the train, and um, he kind of, like, makes this weird waving motion, and at first I think he's asking me for a cigarette, so I make eye contact, and then he just, like, keeps making this weird waving motion, and I, I kind of, like, get closer to him, and I kind of put my hands up, and I'm like, what? And he makes the motion to take out my headphones. And I'm like, okay. And I'm honestly thinking he's going to ask me for a cigarette, which is fine. And he goes, go away. Just go away. And I'm like, what? What? And he goes, I don't associate with white people. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry? Like, literally, I was just floored. I, I was like, I, there's no way I heard that right. And he goes, I don't associate with white people. And I really wanted to ask, And then I realized that he wasn't waving me on, like, go give me a cigarette, he was literally shooing me away, and I was seeing it backwards. It was bizarre, and I really wanted to be like, well, that's racist, and like, why would you have this life rule? Um, what what prompted it? And, and it wasn't, 
I, I just wanted to know his point of view. It was very strange. And of course, it made me incredibly awkward the rest because I just kind of stood there like away from him, like at a safe distance to make, I guess, him comfortable. But I was still like, do I look over? What do I do? Like every time I left the podcast, I was afraid he was going to think I was laughing at him. I, I don't know. Or that I was talking about him or I was tweeting about him. It was bizarre. So apparently, I don't know. I don't, I apparently look like a white person that no one would like. Um, speaking of a person no one would like, um, I got a magazine handed to me from a, a customer today job called Success From Home, from the publisher of Success Magazine. And you're going to hear me flip through it. Um, it. It's effectively a giant way of, like, it, it's, it's, it's a pyramid scheme. It's, here, read this, and then try Nerium ADH-defying treatments. And, you know, you can uh, join the Nerium team and, uh, and some of the... Some of the profiles, some of the article titles, I just laughed at because I'm like, obviously, facetiously, I don't have uh, the happiness advantage. I'm not sharing my success. I'm not delivering on the dream. Or I'm not paid to party. I'm not part of a vast symphony. Uh, young plus teachable equals successful. Uh, I'm not surrounded by success and by any means conceive it, believe it, achieve it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, it just... Uh, a ridiculous magazine, real people with real opportunities and breakthrough skincare products and free inventory. Yeah, okay. Um, it's, it's effectively, I'm just, yeah. Apparently I look like the type that would uh, not only need age-defying chemicals, um, but uh, would sell them, which I am not either. So, um, that was bizarre. And that magazine did not make me happy, did not put me on the road to happiness, did not give me the happiness advantage. Uh, I refuse to be part of a vast symphony. I prefer to be a bit of a soloist. So really, uh, we'll wrap this up with, uh, I know this is a really short episode, but we'll wrap this up with a pop culture thing. I, um, and you'll hear a little bit about this on uh, No Applause, but uh, I made effectively my phone uh, look and sound like Bemo from Adventure Time. Background and uh, ringtone. And the ringtone is not, is just really funny. So I'm hoping it'll pick up. It doesn't play the whole way through. It only gets about halfway through when someone actually calls, so I'm going to have to adjust it. Um, but I, I, it's just, it embodies one of the reasons why I really like Adventure Time. It cracks me the hell up that this would be on a kid's show. Um, I'm a huge fan of it, uh, Adventure Time anyway. I love uh, John DiMaggio uh, as Jake, and uh, it's just a fantastic show that, that crosses uh, genres and genders. Um, with things like Finn and Jake and Fiona and Cake, and I, we will talk about this, I'm sure, on, on No Applause. But so, um, kind of a before I sign off, um, I thought I'd leave you with some BMO, uh, which is a sentient Game Boy, um, effectively. And uh, the, the backstory is um, it has a Dixie cup with an egg in it taped to its belly as if it were pregnant and literally carrying the egg. Uh, swollen with the egg, but it's just taped onto it, and this is what the uh, BMO sings. Oh, oh, BMO, how'd you get so pregnant? Who's the mother? Oh, who's the father? Shh, I'll tell you if you keep me the secret. We will, we will, we will. All oh, right, last night an electric presence came into my room and said, BMO, I need your perfect body. Yeah, that's right. A electronic presence came into its room and said it needs its perfect body to host the human 
incarnation of a baby that was on a kid's show. So, uh, from Doug, uh, I'm sorry, from Dam, Doug's Cute Mental Neuroses, this is Doug, and from uh, Dam, this is have been my uh, mental neuroses. I'll be back hopefully next week feeling better with uh, much more uh, neurotic uh, pop culture crap. Good night, Internet. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!